Hi everyone and welcome back to She's a Dreamer. It's been a long time but I'm back and I'm here with a special guest, Beck Cutler Artist. She's going to be giving us a little insight into her business today and hopefully you guys can get some something out of it, get some tips and tricks. And yeah, um, I just wanted to say before I started, I'm sorry that I've been off the podcast for a little while, but we're just going to call this season two and get straight into it. Hey Beck, how are you? AKA mum. <laughs> Hi Maggie, how are you? I'm very well. It's um, a little bit cool this morning, but yeah, it's, it's a bit sunny, chilly. Yeah, it's sunny. Um, so my mum is a artist and she has her own brand. Um, it's just called Beck Cutler Artist. You can search that on social medias just as it is. Um, do you want to talk to us a little bit about your business and how it all started? Yeah, well, um, I've always been interested in art. I've always, um, I did art all through school um, and for my HSC, did three unit art and, um, but I also um, was um, good at maths and all those subjects as well. So it was very difficult at the end of school to decide what I was going to do. Um, and my family, I suppose, weren't as supportive of art as a career. <laughs> so um, I ended up actually doing um, business and accounting um, at university. Um, so I've basically done accounting my whole life, but I have always in the background also done um, artistic um, activities to um, keep me sane, I guess, mm. <laughs> and do things that are interesting, like in my own time outside of work. Um, and over time, I just really um, missed the arts the arts and um, I still felt that calling to it yeah um, so I over time over, over time like I had done different um, workshops and um, courses um, so I've done things from lead lighting to ceramics um, um, obviously do painting I also do um, printmaking like lino printing things like that mm -hmm. um, and I really find more the 3d side of things a lot more interesting mm -hmm. um, so I do like sculpture a lot more I actually did bronze casting as a unit at university when I was there mm -hmm. which was really um, it was really interesting I really enjoyed that um, so I really like that sort of 3d sometimes almost practical side of things that can be like art but also useful um, but I also like the um, reusing like recycling um, repurposing um, type of thing and that's what I kind of started to get into um, mainly when um, when we moved down here to the Riverina um, yep. like 10 years ago or no actually it's Bit longer. 13 years ago. Oh, oh my gosh. That's a long time. <laughs> um, so yeah, about 13 years ago we moved down here. And um, and when we moved down here, I just, yeah, it was like all like the nature, like everything around us more. I grew up in the country originally, so uh, it was really lovely to come back to the country. Um, and I just found all the nature and everything um, very inspirational. Um, it felt really calming. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. 
Yeah, and um, so with this journey as well, so you happened to do a course, is that right? And it helped you um, gain more insight on like the stuff you're doing now and... Yes, yeah. so what happened was um, I, um, I, I actually started researching um, like the whole eco-printing um, side of things. Um, I was actually making a gift for someone <laughs> and, um, and I was looking for something different and I always, I'm just someone who really likes to learn new things and know how things work. That's just how I am. Um, and so I researched it and I started doing it and, um, I really enjoyed, um, making, um, like the gifts and I started doing some more and, and then I found out, I, I um, joined some of the forums and the, you know, Facebook groups and those sorts of things. Um, and I found out that one of these like masters of eco printing was actually coming to Australia, which was a really big thing in those days. Like that's, oh gosh. What's that like about four years ago? Yeah, about four years ago. When you did the course. Mm. Oh and wow, that's gone quick. Yes, about four years ago. <laughs> and um, you know, pre COVID <laughs> and um you had to do face to face workshops back then. And um so that was a really big thing and I spent a whole week um on the south coast. Um and that's all we did. We basically just did like printing and like natural dyeing like for a whole week mm. it was awesome and i made such great friends mm. um from it as well yeah no but, cooking or cleaning no just... cooking no cleaning <laughs> it was so good it was just totally immersive like you could just relax that's what you were doing just and everything else was taken care of it was yeah it was fabulous and what yeah. was the accommodation like for that was it yeah it was actually at the um canberra university had a campus down there where oh, cool. yeah and oh yeah it was um it was fabulous we were like these little houses mm. and with like like three or four bedroom type things and we all sort of were in each like little house it was like this huge property with houses and things on it a big um sort of big um structure which had like um learning rooms in it and things yeah. like that it was amazing place yeah i just remember you coming back and you were so happy and more like into it yeah you know what i mean i feel like when you don't have that connection to other artists as well it's really hard to stay motivated and want to do what you're interested in mm -hmm. Yeah, it was just really nice to be with other people that were of the same mind. We had similar interests. Yeah, yeah. it was like, yeah, it was really inspiring and like kind of freeing. Like you just felt like you were actually free to do just that. Like, yeah. 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 It was really good. Yeah. No leaves in the house and, <laughs> you know, um, mum's got a studio. We'll get into that. But luckily that happened because... <laughs> Well, I was going a bit insane, but it's fun. Um, so next, I just want to touch on what your biggest learning curves have been, like with your business. Um, oh, actually, <clears throat> let's talk about what your business actually is now that oh, you've okay. had your little intro. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So um, yeah, so I, I'm a, I'm a mixed media. I, I class myself as a mixed media artist because I do use like all different. Um, styles and types of visual art um, 
And at the moment, my focus is sort of primarily along the lines of textile, but I do um, inc- like have paper, like incorporate paper and do paper as well. Um, so I do a lot of um, felting um, as well um, with like the eco printing um, and um, yeah, so I yeah just create some products which are practical useful products but then also um in in incorporating eco printing into like artworks and things like that yeah Yeah. um so with your business um what do you normally like what's typically going to be on your website what's the main things that you sell well the main things on the website um are um Things like um, um, like um, wraps, scarves. Um, then of this homewares, which um, I do things like um, like cushions and table runners. Um, I do um, lampshades, um, and also um, do workshops. Yeah. Um, so um, I am starting like to do some workshops. Um, at the moment and um if you know and if there's groups of people like i've had people say like i'd be great as an activity for like my birthday and we get a group together and yeah for and sure do a workshop um you know that's um quite you know possible you just need mm. to contact me and and um, we can organize that and i also do commissions for people also mm-hmm. um um Usually it's people that have done the workshop and then they're like, oh, I really want to do this. And so um, I sort of like do part of it or whatever and then they finish it off or yeah. they want something specific. Um, they realise how it's all done now and... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How much how goes into it. it. Yeah, because yeah. it is a long process. So It is, yeah. Maybe we could touch on that, like what the process <clears throat> is, I guess, like a just briefly how long it all takes and yeah that kind of thing because i know it's yes, a lot well, there's a lot of um it takes like over a few days um because it depends on the type of um there are different types of processes within the eco printing itself mm-hmm. and different eco printers like around the world there's a few of us now um um they will have their own specific style and technique that they like mm-hmm. um, and you can tell by looking at it like what they're sort of doing um, but it, in general it's sort of similar to the, like the process of natural dyeing where um, you have to ensure that the uh, like if, say if, if you're doing fabric like as opposed to paper paper you don't have to worry too much because you're not going to wash paper or anything like that yep. but if you're doing something like a scarf which has to be washed at some point Mm -hmm. um then um, you have to um clean the fabric a certain way um to get all the things out of the fabric that are going to resist the natural dyeing um, process Mm -hmm. um and then you have to treat the fabric with what we call a mordant which helps the fabric um absorb and the natural dyes and prints to adhere um and then you also treat the fabric different ways with um, some other things to modify colors and uh, the results that you want 
Um, so it all can take a few days because every time you do something, you have to like, you know, you, you clean the fabric, you have to dry it. You have to modern it, you have to dry it and wash it and dry it. And then you have to, yeah. So it takes multiple days mm-hmm. over things. So when, obviously when I do a workshop, the workshops are only like about five hours. Yeah. And it's really just like an activity. Um, I, I give like the general premise of what, you know, happens yeah. and what's to do, but it five out is certainly not long enough to actually it's yeah. not it's not a educational full educational workshop type thing because yeah. that would actually take like days like you'd need more than five hours yeah um so it's a really great introduction um, yeah to see if you enjoy to, yeah, it to see and... if you enjoy it i know a lot of people i've got uh, some of them like a friends they follow and like you know comment on my things and they're like oh i've uh, I, I go driving along and now i i don't look at you know leaves and trees the same way and yeah. things like that and that's what happens it totally changes your perspective yeah so mum mm. um will cr- quite regularly be like oh can we just have a drive to you know xyz and she's like oh yeah i just seen a really nice bush or a nice tree and i'm like so i just vacuumed my car you're gonna put leaves and stuff all through it because essentially i don't know if mum said it yet but what she um does really is once she's modern and what's it called modern yeah Yeah, so once she's done that she like places the leaves and flowers onto the fabric um and i don't know really the process but um she uses a lot of leaves and things so that's why i was so happy when she got a studio um (laughs) you know because it's just it would have been honestly frustrating to try and work in your home environment when it's such a extensive process that you've got to leave things out and it's nice to have a space (laughs) if you're going to do eco printing you need the space yes Uh, with any art process and i think that's what um it is that's one of the issues i think a lot of artists have is that Mm. when you're doing something and you don't have a lot of space but you want to leave what you're doing out so you can just and when you're short on time Mm. You want to leave something where it is so that you can just come back to it when you've got the time. Yeah. Because having to, like, it was very frustrating to have to pack up and then have to unpack. And that's where you, like, you do lose, like, your motivation. And that was probably one of your biggest struggles for a little while with your business and being motivated is, like, there wasn't an actual space for you to be creative and, you know, it's, a little bit consuming especially when there's other people living in the house and even if you're doing it outside what if it's windy one day and all your bloody leaves fall off who knows and that so, <laughs> all the time yeah like, it actually was very very frustrating because i'd have to because well a lot of um or well, a lot of some of the process like is actually outside you really not shouldn't do it inside because of the um possible fumes and and like just because something's natural doesn't mean um it it's, can't be dangerous yeah or, or for whatever. Sure. um and you know, different you, plants give off different fumes and and whatnot so yeah. you do have to know um what you're dealing with when yeah you're doing it but yeah yeah and i used to have to yeah, do stuff outside and yeah a gust of wind would come and i'd be yes cursing <laughs> yeah she wouldn't be a happy gal um so let's talk a little bit about your studio so when did you purchase it why did you purchase mm-hmm. it um you know, give us the background of what you're um, going to be doing with it. 
Yeah, so um, we live in a very little town, so um, and just the opportunity um, became available that there was a, um, a little shop which I actually had been eyeing off for quite some time um, <laughs> come going to come up for sale, and so I jumped on the chance. Um, you know, it wasn't probably the best time in the world. Like we were mid COVID and um, and all of that. And is there ever a good time? No, though, you there's know? not. Like... And I just it was like no, I've just got to bite the bullet. I know I want to get this place, so I just did everything that I could to um, to secure it. And um, because I really, like we were just talking about, really mm. needed my own space mm. outside of the home um, that I could set things up like how like I wanted and um, just to organize things and um, have that space and also have the space that I could do workshops yep. um, where people you know wouldn't actually come to your house and everything it was totally separate yeah um, and like to me a bit more professional professional and more private yeah. it's better to not have people in like your own it's a different atmosphere sometimes. it's a different atmosphere and yeah, yeah. and I've I'm actually creating my own dye garden there as well, which is another oh, awesome. thing that I'm, yeah, starting this season. Yeah. So I'm really excited about that. Mm. Yeah. You won't have to run across the road more plants. <laughs> well, it's cause... just, it's very hard, you know, like being in regional Australia, mm. in regional New South Wales, it's very difficult to um, find things. And I'd have to, sometimes I can have a workshop coming up, I'd have to you know, buy flowers from um, the markets in um, Melbourne or whatever yep. and try and get them delivered in time for the weekend and, mm. and all these sorts of things. Um, so, yeah. So this year I'm going to try to grow some myself. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm um, excited. And if you know mum, um, the whole yard is filled with tomatoes, <laughs> pumpkins, you know, you, know, you name it. Mum's grown it or accidentally grown it pretty much. Um, <laughs> she's, well... I am, a, I am a gardener. I grew up. Um, well, I, I grew up uh, on the in northern New South Wales, and we actually, I actually grew up um, doing market gardening, and we had banana plantation, and grew avocados and mangoes, and you name it, we grew it yeah. uh, for market. So I I have got a very like gardening is in my blood. Yeah. So, so I really, love, I absolutely love being out in the garden. The girls always go crazy on me because I'm always outside and not inside. <laughs> She loves the garden and art. She put it together, bam, there's right. her business. <laughs> That's right. It's like yeah. my two loves. I love mm. I love nature and plants and I love art. So Yeah. Um, so we'll talk about now. Um, so you work full time. Yes. And I do. so how do you find being creative while being full time? How you know, like <clears throat> give it, us the rundown on that. Yeah. It it is difficult. <laughs> yeah it is difficult um because and i know sometimes you know like uh, you know i always have I, I always have ideas in my head and um, yeah i always um, <laughs> um so i've always got to like jot them down and come back to them later but yeah it is difficult um because you know i, I get home quite late and um and it is very difficult to um, stay motivated um, to do things um, and and I, I admit sometimes if I don't have a particular project going at the time mm -hmm. I do kind of get a little lazy and maybe procrastinate a lot and 
and yeah. all of that. It is very difficult because I'm tired and, and whatnot. But, um, you know, and I only really have the weekends fully for myself um, to um, commit to um, mm. doing my art. So yeah. I'm very busy. Yeah, she's a busy girl. <laughs> and, you know, that's okay. Like, we're all human and everyone has to work to pay the bills. And if your business is only just starting, it's hard to give 100% all the time. Like, you can't, you know, mum honestly works the best under pressure. She loves to do things, like, I wouldn't say last minute, but oh. if it is if it is last minute, she will get it done and it'll be up the next day. Like, it's fine, but... You know, it's. I thrive under stress. Yeah, she loves to be stressed. (laughs) But yeah, I I find that hard as well. It's kind of like you get home from work, you've had dinner and you've had your shower and you're sitting on the couch and you're like, God, like, I've got no motivation. But it's it's hard because you spend so long at um, work and you spend hours working for someone else and you get home and you're like, I want to do something for me. You know, it's like kind of like, what about me? Like, I need something to fulfill what my interests are and if it's hard if you've done your um business course and you're doing something completely different Mm. to then switch to something so I guess props to you for trying to you know make the move and you know like it's it's hard like a lot of people won't they're scared they won't even put in any effort so yeah look it's I think it's it it is look it's it's a challenge Mm -hmm. um and but it's just, um, you just have to do what you um, can, um, you just got to do what you can do and, you know, baby steps, like even if it's just, you know, an hour a day or just what you can manage to begin with. Um, and yeah, you just, you're still moving forward. Yeah. And I find that even if you say, if you scheduled in like an hour or even 20 minutes to just write down your goals for it it actually motivates you to keep going. Sometimes you end up going for two hours instead of the one hour because you started, you know yeah. what I mean? So sometimes that's good to do. Even mm. on the weekends, if you're not motivated, it's something you could um, work towards. Just allocating an hour, it ends up being more, trust me. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um, so what have been your biggest learning curves so far, would you say? I would say technology. Yeah. Even though, like... You know, I have always been like an a user of technology. Yeah. Um, and um, and I've always been quite um, like learn, that. I do learn things quite quickly. Um, I do think that. Um, sorry. <coughs> oh, tickling my throat. Just start it again. Yeah, I, I always learn things very quickly, um, and but I, I think that the whole, um, you know, social media, it's more like having the time to, you know, do the things you're meant to do, like post things all the time and, mm. you know, plan to post things all the time and um, uh, the website. Yeah. Setting the website up was a challenge. My other daughter, Maddie, she um, really helped me with that. Yeah. <clears throat> and she started it off and it was a case of, look, we just got to 
get it up. It was, um, <clears throat> I'd been procrastinating on that one for quite some time. Too long. Yes, I know, too some long. Some would say. <laughs> but, um, yes, we, we had to get it done because I was doing a particular event and I needed the website up. Yeah. And uh, so we quickly did what we could. And I admit it's not perfect yet. It's there are some things on there that probably haven't been set up properly, which yeah. I've got to revisit. But again, it's having the time to do that. Yeah. So I think social media is awesome. Mm -hmm. You know, we have like a global market now because of social media and the internet and all of those things. You know, in Australia, there was a real um, limitation on having a small business because we have really in Australia a very small market. Yeah. Um, and, but now you, there's a global market, yeah. so, you know, you can do a lot better in yeah. business, um, because of that. And so obviously all the social media and the websites are a big part of that. Yeah. It's definitely something <laughs> that you have to take more seriously. And a lot of people are starting to recognize that. Mm. Um, I find as well, because, um, when I tried to start a brand, um, I found that it was really difficult, even though I'm like real tech savvy and love the branding side of things. And it was the part that excited me probably the most in my business, but I couldn't do it because I was so focused on the actual artistry of the yeah. thing. And I think that's what you're kind of with as well. And a lot of other people is that you don't have the time to be posting and like thinking of new ideas and you're just trying to get the products out because it's like a big circle of... Well, the problem with my type of thing also is, well, firstly, <clears throat> I'm not a real... I'm not a real wordsmith in regards to describing things or writing some narrative. Making it la-di-da. <clears throat> yeah, making yeah. it la-di-da and yeah. like having this, you know fabulous description of like a, like the item or whatever and all those sorts of things yeah i'm kind of very matter of fact if you know me so um <laughs> i i find that very difficult like yeah. to do that type of thing and also the issue with my products is that they are unique yeah there is only one of them so for every product on the website i have to it's not like um it's like when people do a website and they um, are selling <clears throat> a particular teacup or something. And they have 50 of those. Yeah. Um, so they put up one picture of a product and they can sell 50 of just that product. I only have one thing of that product. And so the same with like any artist, you know, they have their painting and they're only selling one of those. Mm. So for every product, I have to upload and describe every single product that I sell. So yeah. it's very time-consuming and daunting. <laughs> I find it very daunting. But we were, we were talking about the AI and yes. a lot of people, look, have different opinions on this. But mm. for something on along those lines, I think that's fine. Yeah. You can just write in like dot points and then your AI will create between yeah, yeah like and you can make it as many words like up to 250 or something like that yeah. um and it really does help and for something like your business you can um kind of reuse them a little bit as well yes. like because you're doing similar things but all of them are going to be 
different, of course, because you've laid the leaves out different or the dyes have made it a different colour, even though you did the same process. Like, it's just always going to be different, and that's why it's nice. They're similar, but different. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, but that's something that I am um, looking into, like, at the moment is, like, AI and using um, that to, like, what potential it has to help me do that sort of thing, which, um, yeah. I've been um, wanting mum to do an Instagram reel. If anyone doesn't do that for their business, you need to do that. I think it's the only way to grow on Instagram. No one can grow on Instagram now if you're not doing Instagram reels because trust me, you're just irrelevant otherwise. It's just the way it is now on that platform because they tried to um, copy TikTok and now it's just, it's just whatever's growing the fastest in social media, everyone tries to copy and that's what's going to be new. So that's how you figure out um how to keep up with the trends i guess as well which is also something in businesses that people struggle with especially older um people who don't really keep up to date with it which is fine but yeah Yeah. and sometimes look honestly it's actually a really great idea to get a social media manager or um someone just to post for you like it's really helpful and you don't have to worry about that kind of stuff they'll Sometimes they even come and take the photos for you. Other times you've got to send them the images, but they'll make the whole word descriptions for you. They'll do these things. So it's something that you can look into as well, mum. Yeah. I mean, I can do it for you. But yeah, <laughs> um, yeah so that's something as well that with social media, you really need to focus on. Um, you could even um, have a YouTube account and post your Instagram reels, but make them... Um, to the YouTube format and then you can um, actually link it to your website and that will be on your website and you can have the process on there it makes it a bit more interactive yes and that's what I've got to I've just found that I've done some videos of like the process and Mm. like and unwrapping and you know showing the result and things like Mm -hmm. that and um, yeah, I want to do more of that because um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> I do find people get a lot of, like, to get that engagement, Yeah. Um, um, I need to um, do that a little bit more and, yeah, get that sort of thing. But I just, yeah, haven't... It's hard. There's so many platforms now and yeah. it's kind of like, I think you just need to have a goal, like, what platform you're going to tackle first. Like, obviously, your website's the main core that you're going to um, tackle, but if you don't have... Um, the platforms around it that actually send it to the website you're not going to get anyone to the website yeah so yeah you kind of need either like tiktok into yeah yeah so i reckon youtube and tiktok are probably the best but instagram's good if you're using the instagram reels and it's good for the um regional community as well for all of us to kind of follow each other um on our artistic journeys and um, which brings me into the next question. Mm-hmm. Um, so navigating the art industry. So how you kind of have, you know, talked to people in the art industry, mm-hmm. maybe in the regional area, um, gone to like exhibitions or been in one and like that kind of thing. So mm-hmm. yeah. do you want to talk about that? Yeah, well, I mean, I um, I haven't had a lot of enga- like engagement in the industry as such, but I... <clears throat> you know we're kind of um lucky that down here we've um we're close to Wagga Wagga and there are um there's the the Wagga art gallery um there's also paper pear Stafford paper pear um and 
so I've had, um, and we also have the Eastern Riverina Arts, um, yeah, as well, which um, you know help to promote um, like artists and and things down in our area. Yeah. So <clears throat> they've all been extremely helpful. Um, I have pieces in the Wagga Art Gallery in the shop. I've had things in there for um, a few years now. Mm-hmm. And um, Steph at Paper Pairs also had um, items in her gallery also. <clears throat> um, East River Arts uh, had um, a window exhibition. Mm, that was lovely, um, actually. Yeah, had an exhibition in their window, in their, their old location. They had a window that they used to um, uh, allow artists to display their work. Mm-hmm. Uh, for like a, a, a month and that was really um, helpful like it was really good like to just have a little bit of like validation like all of these people like I think what's hard is um, <clears throat> putting yourself out there mm. you know having not you know you're always your worst critic and you're not sure if you're <laughs> any good or not bit of but, an imposter syndrome <laughs> yes that's right and you have to put yourself out there and you know I just approached um you know, um, Steph and took some of my um, items to show her and, you know, um, she has a specific, um, like she has a really specific eye for things that she likes and her aesthetic. Yeah. <clears throat> so it was really, really lovely that she like appreciated my work and um, she had yeah. some of my items in there. And then the Wogic then approached the Wogic um, Art Gallery, yeah, and they accepted um, my stuff into their shop. Um, yeah, so it was um, yeah, just really wonderful. I have things in like some um, <clears throat> exhibition, like competition type things as well, and and I want to actually do more of that. Yeah, um, yeah, because we went to a. Um little event last night yeah, um, awesome. in a small town near us <clears throat> should we just say it it's like in Coolman. yeah um anyway um at the up-to-date store um what was it it was called? a creatives dinner for yeah. the um yield festival and it was their first creative dinner is that right yeah, is that what they was, said was, yeah, yeah they said that and it was just really lovely mm, and i yeah. think um me and mum both appreciated we could talk to people that we're into the same things as us. It was a lovely dinner and there was a couple of like talkers there, like a photographer and a sculpture. A sculpture, yeah. A sculpture. Yeah. Sculpture. And then um yeah, so I guess we were like making connections, I guess. Just <laughs> just being there is yeah. the first step. You've got to make that first initial step to like be in the community yeah. um and it really helps like everyone's supposed to uplift everyone and it was just really nice um to kind of talk to people and their different stories yeah i think that's what's well. interesting like i was really <clears throat> like i really loved listening to andrew um about his journey as a sculptor yeah <clears throat> and um he's very down to earth and and um talking about how like you know you know i'm just this guy from you know yeah this country country town and and like you know really someone likes that you know kind of thing and he's like just in his overalls and he's living his best life like yeah that's right and yeah you know and that's um you know what people well that's what you know artists want to do they want to be able to um do what they love 
people buy it <clears throat> and um you know feel and it's really lovely to have that validation that you are actually doing mm. something right or that somebody enjoys or yeah yeah and it's mm. yeah it's nice to go to those things and they had like um everyone's kind of artworks up on the walls because there was an art exhibition mm. plus yes. talks and there was a dinner <laughs> music and stuff um it was nice to walk around and see the different artists um collaborating and um I know, and it's, yeah. you know, like, there's such a variety, like, <clears throat> just within the, like, say, the painting <clears throat> spectrum, like, you have um, different um, styles, you know? Yeah. Um, so. <clears throat> yeah, so, um, just to kind of sum up, we'll talk about just the products that are on the website and any upcoming products that you're excited about. So do you have anything for that? Yeah, um, <clears throat> I've got quite a lot of um, some more items to upload onto yeah. the site. So these are all like scarves and <clears throat> I, I, again, like I only use natural um, fabric. So yeah. different types of silk, wools. Uh, linen, yeah, um, things like that. Combinations of um, beautiful fabrics that I get off my suppliers, um, and I um, also um, have like the homewares and things like that. Coming into spring now and the mm. warmer season uh, is really my time of printing, so um, I'll be starting to print. A lot from now on um, and creating more um, items and so um, also I'm going to um, I'm developing a um, natural dye kit mm -hmm. um, which will be available on the website um, so it will include um, like what you need um, to do um, like to dye something in particular it will have like a fabric item in there so you'll actually have something like to dye um and you'll uh, be able to either just naturally dye that with um you'll get to choose a couple of um, natural dyes um, yep. to go in the kit uh or uh you'll be able to dye it like uh, eco print on that as well because um it will have like um a mordant in there and the process for you to mordant so you'll be able to create something yourself from the kit yeah um from kind of woe to go kind of thing so yeah yeah well that's awesome as well for people who maybe can't come to a workshop but would yes. love to learn about it and uh, you know you'll have a little instruction sheet in there you can always message her on instagram anyway and she can answer any questions <laughs> but it's a great um gift idea as well for like christmas or birthdays yeah. or just like as like a cute thing for a hamper, like that kind of stuff. It's yeah. it's something a bit different as well, I think, for mm. creatives. It's nice to have a little kit like that. I, I've seen a few like kits of different um, mediums, like the clay and that as well, which is <laughs> quite yeah. awesome. Um, so, yeah, it's just something different, I guess, that will be available on the website, which yeah. would be nice. Well, like I say, like it's trying to get the type of, like what you need to do this type of thing like mm. it is difficult and you do have to source suppliers and 
um, sometimes just to have a play or to try something out mm. or you might have an idea of a gift for someone but you can't um, yeah come to a, a workshop or um, like you don't have somewhere close by to do that sort of thing it will at least it gives you that opportunity to yeah try it out for yourself yeah for yeah. sure um, well, thank you so much, Mum Beck, for <laughs> coming on my podcast and having a chat. Um, did you want to just promote yourself a little bit and tell us where to find you, like on your socials? Yeah, so I, um, I have um, on Facebook and Instagram. <clears throat> it's just Beck Cutler Artist. Yep. And the website is beckcutlerartist.com.au. Yeah. Um, and... Um, the email is uh, info.betcutlerartist at gmail.com. Yep. If you would like to contact me about like workshops or um, commissions or anything like that. Um, but yeah, have a look yeah. at the website and the socials. And yeah, and the information will be on the website and socials yeah. as well. So like, follow, share. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Mum. Um, thanks everyone for listening to this episode. I'm hoping to do a lot more episodes that are with like inspiring people um, and their journeys becoming um, entrepreneurs. Um, so thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode of She's a Dreamer. Keep dreaming.